And so we turn around, and I'm in my head thinking, hey, I'm, I'm going to make this the coolest <laughs> freaking footage ever. Open hardwood, sun coming through. Sun's coming through. we got a valley. Beautiful. So I'm just going to oh, way over. I'm going to way overdo this. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I, I've got them. I've, they're coming in. It's beautiful footage. And they're then, not just coming in. They're I, running. I fanned them, and they are coming. Like, Welcome to the 8th and Time Podcast, episode number 15. I'm your host, Grant Burnett. I've got Austin Pellegrino and Justin Hill in the room. Guess who else is here with us? <laughs> Miss Julie. She's Woo-hoo! sitting over here just watching and enjoying. Um, this one is brought to you by Wild Turkey. So we're having a good time tonight. Um, we just want to break down turkey season. Turkey season ended for us this past weekend, and uh, we had a lot of highs and a couple of lows. Um, but just want to break down turkey season and go through that with everybody. And I'm just going to start it right on off. Justin, what was your favorite part about turkey season, man? My favorite part is kind of it's kind of like a yeah, few yours is different. Parts. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the you know completing the grand slam was obviously my favorite part. Uh, you know, overall, and that consisted of four different hunts, four different states. But that was my goal. We achieved it. In 28 days, and that was my absolute favorite part of the season. And I got to I got to experience it with everybody. You know, yeah. everyone. I mean, Jim went to Florida. Florida yep. Austin went to Texas. You went to Colorado, and then several of y'all were here in Tennessee. So you know, being able to do that Dude, with you everybody. Can just, you can just say it. your favorite part was finishing the slam in Colorado with me there. It's okay to say that. Yeah. It's okay. It's. That was probably one. I don't know. You didn't get to go bow fishing in Colorado. Oh, Dude, right. I, I mean, Austin got a good experience, Hey, but too. we had turkey and waffles. And then Jim got to eat blueberries in like the whole entire turkey hunt. I mean, so we can just keep going back and forth like yeah. who had your favorite yeah. moment. Yeah. So he made it difficult on all of the rest of us. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it was it was a blast. I I appreciate what y'all did to to bring that to life for me and to get it on camera. Um, you know. Not many people say they did a slam in 28 days and had every one of them on on camera, which that that means a lot. I'll be able to show that to my kid. Whether we do nothing else with it, right? Yeah. I'll be able to show that to my kid and you know uh, relive those memories. So heck yeah, hands down, my favorite part of the season. Awesome. Definitely. Favorite part of the 2019 turkey season? Ooh-wee. My favorite part is actually filming Justin in Texas and really? killing his bird. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, for me because when we first one of the first podcasts we had, we kind of talked about one of some of the goals we had for our turkey season, and I had mentioned you know filming a, a bird die on camera was one of my goals. It was actually my first time ever really filming a full turkey hunt was Justin's. Uh, mm-hmm. Hunt in Texas, so getting to experience in that, and we were just so worried. As you guys remember in the last podcast, we were so worried about the weather, if we were going to pull it off. Um, it was just a nervous time leading up to that kill, and just uh, experiencing that, seeing the weight off Justin and me's shoulders, and just being able to have fun from there just made that whole trip and experience probably the best part of turkey season. Well, we did kill the only turkey we saw in yeah. the state of Texas. Yeah, yeah. You know how big Texas is? Big. We drove through Texas I guess for the hours. the second largest state. Yeah. Is that right? And... We saw one turkey and ended up being the one we killed. So, poor bastard. Yeah. So just seeing that was probably my favorite part. And bow fishing, like I said earlier, bow, bow fishing. fishing. I mean, just we shot whole trip we shot two hundred and fifty, sixty plus fish. Yeah, yeah. y'all wore them out total. And so that's one thing too. You know, with the the whole trip to Texas was unique in that you guys got to do something different. Everywhere else that we went, 
it was turkey hunting. Yeah. Obviously, hanging out with Philip and them up in you know up in Colorado was really unique. But that was cool that you guys got to go down there and kind of just be immersed in just outdoors and hunting and this yeah. and, the other and it was our old stomper ground for a little bit so yeah. that kind of made it a little special too so that's unique you guys kind of share just in part of your favorite part of the season is one of austin's yeah. so i'll just piggyback that my favorite part of turkey season was being in colorado and he domed a Merriam's at freaking seven <laughs> yards yeah. and his his overall reaction getting to call rebecca on the phone getting to call mrs hill on the phone and just that overall baby reaction. mama that's right that's right um and being able to share that with Philip was was super unique. Emily being there, um, so that was definitely my favorite part of turkey season was was Justin, um, which that's saying a lot because I haven't killed a bird in two years. Yeah. So to watch somebody else kill one, even though I did kill one this year, my favorite part was him him getting to finish that slam. So super 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 unique. Well, I uh, I'm blushing a little bit. Y'all's favorite parts <laughs> for watching me kill birds. We can keep this right, going well, on uh, next year. <laughs> so wait, all right. Austin, second favorite part of turkey season for you. Second favorite second part. Second favorite part yeah. would be killing my bird opening day for 2 years in a row. Yeah. I mean, that's what I said, man. Buy a lotto ticket, kid. Well, let's I've killed two turkeys and both have been opening days. So. Yeah. And like limited work. We last well, I say limited work. I say limited work. I just mean like it wasn't like we chased them all no. around. I mean, from where we started last year to where we killed one was pretty close. Same deal with this, the bird this year. Yeah, from where we heard our first gobble to where we killed them, we moved around a little bit. I think it was probably 20 yards, yep. if that. I yep. mean, from that spot to that tree. Yep. So it wasn't that far. So, yeah, opening day bird. You take them when you can get them. That's exactly and right. What about you, Grant? Second favorite oh, part. Got, so, yeah, I got, to, I got to stomp one out in Franklin. <laughs> first year in two years, right? <laughs> cool thing about that hunt, though, is we knew the bird was yep. there. We were on him. The afternoon prior, I mean, I say midday, at 60 yards, you know, and being able to create that story, you yep. know, it wasn't like we just walked in there, called, he answered, he come in, we shot him. Like, we worked for that bird two days in a row, and it yep. uh, wasn't the easiest and, hunt. Yeah, and what was unique about him was being able to kill him on that hill in that same spot. I mean, literally within mm, 10, 12 yards of where we spooked him, we killed him. I mean, to yeah. be able to do that was pretty pretty unique and we did that the, the next morning and the, you know small piece of property it was only it's only like 40 acres and you know yeah. there's only limited space that we got to maneuver yeah. you know around and, and make something happen and, and we did well we gave our second favorites justin you already have four so you're done <laughs> <laughs> austin no more for you austin worst part of the season for you you know i mean i say worst but yeah. just something you know just a downer or whatever about the season I mean, I have to go back to school. I mean, yeah. I had to go that lose that full weekend yeah. um, to go up to Ohio, um, and then I think the first few weekends. I mean, I was still in school then, so just it took away a lot of. I realized I think I hunted opening day, and I think maybe one or two times other than that, and yeah. filmed a hunt just either because I was in school, then also the second part of the weather this year kind of sucked a little bit. The weekends seemed to be a little bit more rainy and and windy than normal. Yeah, I know so for we, you we too. Lost with, a few of those with days. your work schedule in school. You know, you were this season. You were definitely nailed down to weekends. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I couldn't hunt during the week, and, and it seemed like every freaking week, man. Like every week, we were either going to have heavy winds, mm-hmm. or it was going to be heavy winds yep. and raining. Yep. Besides, like opening weekend, even opening weekend. Yeah. The next day, mm-hmm. it was nasty. Thirty-seven degrees and windy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, the the weekends were, were pretty rough this yeah. year. So I can definitely see that in terms of just the overall weather for turkey season was pretty rough which we were talking about that today driving around birds are out strutting in fields oh, right man, now it's wide open like 60 degrees God. and sunny man they are strutting yeah yeah well, we, of course yeah of course of course justin worst part 
So this kind of correlates with, uh, you know, life in the outdoors. Um, you know, the first really few weekends of season, I was traveling out of yeah. state. Yeah. Granted, we just started in real estate. I really started, you started before I did. I really started for full time yeah. December. So, uh, you know, realtors make about 80% of their money on the weekends when people are not working. And here, you know, I'm yeah. out of town traveling filming turkey hunts granted it was a great time but you've got clients calling i mean i know i was with austin yeah you know we wrote and accepted a contract on the road in texas and i'm in one part of the property trying to receive wi-fi and it's going in and out and i've got to nine o'clock that night to accept an offer and it's like 8 40 and i'm like i can't get internet you know and have Mm. to go onto the road so, you know, my worst part of the season was just being gone for that long time on the weekends and, you know, not being able to interact with clients the way that I probably should have been. You know, yes, we still got it done, but yeah. that's part of this intersection of life and the outdoors and, and making it happen. Dude, that answer, like, totally blew my mind. Like, I wasn't I wouldn't expecting that from you. I know that's – but I knew that was a sacrifice that you were making – um, and I, that's freaking awesome for you to share. And, I'm being honest. I was surprised that was your answer. And with my wife being pregnant, yeah. you know, my during the week I try to be home every night with her to just hang out, you know, because I'm normally gone on the weekends, turkey hunting or whatever it may be. So I try very hard to be there every night during the week. Um, but, you know, being, being away from her for that long time and her being pregnant and, you know, we got furniture that needs to be put together and, you know, stuff coming in. So... Just juggling, you know, work, you know, make sure I get my ducks in a row at the home and uh, taking care of those things. That's probably the worst part of the season, in my opinion. So we've got work and weather, weather and work um, is what it sounds like. I'm going to go and kind of – I agree with both of those, but for me the worst moment was – oh, slow-mo bird. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking this is going to be it. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, oh, slow-mo bird. Which – I don't know if anybody listening knows no, about no, Old Slow Mo. No, nobody knows the full story of Old Slow Mo Bird. Um, mm. So Justin is at this point two birds in to his slam, right? Yes, you were yes, two birds, two birds in terms of film. In terms of your film slam. He's two birds into his filmed slam. Um, Austin had gotten it done. Jim had gotten it done. I was up to the plate to get his Eastern. And, this was uh, open a weekend. Opening this weekend. was after I killed my, yes. my bird. Yes, opening weekend, Sunday, we're out hunting. Um, we go back to where Austin had killed his bird, got limited activity, so we go down the road to another spot that we've got to hunt. And to be honest, when we walked in there, I mean, it, we weren't feeling it when we got in there, but we were already windy, there. Windy. Windy. was cold. sunny, but windy in like 37. Justin had his, like, coveralls on. <laughs> True statement. And so, I mean, I'll be, I'll, we were getting there, and I was just kind of like, man, ah, this is – but we were already there. Like, one of those moments, hey, you're already there. Let's let's take full advantage of it. And sure enough, we were five minutes into the hunt. I mean, of actually getting to where we wanted to be. We're sitting there, and Justin calls, and he's like, did you hear that? And I'm like, no, I didn't hear nothing. You're nuts. Like, I was like, no, I didn't hear nothing. You're nuts. And uh, a couple minutes later, go by. He goes, did you hear that? And I'm like – I may have heard something then, and then it was. It That's wasn't. when I said, "Let's go ahead and turn around." He's just like, "Let's to turn around." Case. So we start turning. Sure enough, I can see black ball, you know, bowling balls coming through the woods. I can see them. I mean, it, I still got plenty of time, but they're a ways off. The woods are still open. It's early season, and so we turn around, and I'm in my head thinking, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna make this the coolest <laughs> freaking footage ever." 
open hardwood sun coming through. Sun's coming through. We got a valley. Beautiful. So I'm just going to oh, way over. I'm going to way overdo this. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I, I've got them. I've, they're coming in. It's beautiful footage. And they're, they're not just coming in. They're so running. I, I fanned them. And they are coming like yeah. I'd kind say of, a good five of, seven miles an yeah. hour. They're coming. Yeah, they're dro- they're they're doing a nice little jog. Yeah, you know <laughs> that, half, in there. that half strut, just yep. like head out, just coming, super excited. You know? Yeah, it's a wonderful Saturday. Yeah. Just so jogging around here, here they come in, and I'm just like, oh, this. And I will say, in my, I remember every instant of it. It's one of the coolest hunts that I've been on. But filming wise, I just totally screwed the pooch. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was it was awful. It's what you don't do. Um, I remember learning, like, hey, if you take a girl out and you're going to go dancing, don't show her all your moves the first night. I tried to pull all my moves out right there. Um, we spun around the tree. It's coming in. We've got two nice mature birds running in, and I decide, hey, they're coming right at us. They're distracted by the fan. They're going to probably get in here and either fight Justin or fight with these two. I want to get slow-mo. He's about to dome this dude, like possibly decapitate this turkey. So... Anybody that's listening, if you run a camera that's similar to ours, you cannot switch to slow-mo while recording. You have to depress record, press slow-mo. It gives you a kind of an update. Okay, you're in slow-mo motion. It starts yeah. to buffer, And right? then you press record again. My brain was in, we got this, you're the man mood. I depress <laughs> record. <ends> well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got this, bro. <laughs> Hold my beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I depress record, press slow-mo, it cues up buffers, so I just get to watch the hunt. <laughs> I just get to watch the hunt. Hunt's over, and I don't, I guess I maybe not realizing it or whatever, I press record again or something, and I have some killer slow-mo footage of Justin picking up a dead turkey and bringing it back to me. Some good B-roll then. Yeah, good one. B-roll yeah. footage, um, but it was... Uh, I'm the, pretty sure I turned around and I was like, that red light's not on. Yeah, it bro. was. Yeah, <laughs> yo, bro. <laughs> the hunt in of itself was incredible. I've I mean, never yeah. had turkeys like that close and commit to just a strutter. Just, I mean, just haul, especially in the woods. I mean, just strut, come all the way across. They were ready to come kick our tail. Justin did perfect, and I mean, I just we got some beautiful pictures, and we have a story to tell here on the podcast. But that was about it. I mean, I totally messed it up. So that is definitely, but my worst experience. You know, you listen to Caleb Copeland and all these guys. That is going to happen. Eventually, that was my learning experience in that moment. One way or another, whoever I know, like I'm pretty pretty new at anything that has to do with the camera. That is going to happen to me one day, and that's a hard lesson to learn. But it's the only way you learn, know, right? That's that's how you learn, and it's going to happen. I wasn't upset, you know. I was like, hey, look, you were more upset at yourself than I was. Yeah, Justin let me. He he, he don't let him kid you. He was flogging me in the woods. <laughs> no, I've never I still seen had, Justin I still mad have bruises. <laughs> I still have bruises across my back. No, I mean Justin was like, just like, dude, don't worry about it. We killed a turkey, and I'm just like, yeah, but I totally missed it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that so that I mean that was definitely my worst moment. And if that's if the worst moment for me was us killing a bird. Nah, I think we did all right. Yeah, we did all right. Whenever we quit having fun is yeah. when, oh. when we throw it. So I do think, Justin was saying when we started, I don't know if anybody knows the story, but I know we've thrown slow-mo out over a couple of the past podcasts. So that's the story of, of old slow-mo. Oh, slow-mo. <laughs> he was a, 
dang good three-year-old bird. Yes, he was. Beautiful. Having I mean, a quarter-inch beard and a little Like you said, you shot him at like five steps. I, I mean, I remember. I know it's not on camera, which is awful, but <laughs> the footage would be awesome. So you just kind of take our word for it. Just he literally it. did like a somersault. Like he was so close in the way you caught him, and he was so like, boom, like you picked him up off his feet. Yeah, he got airborne. It's a tungsten, right? Feet. But what well, was, it was, they were coming in single file line, and Grant's like, all right, kill them now. I was like, shoot, I well, can't. I'll no, kill both of them. What's even worse? No, what's even worse is like probably five seconds before that or ten seconds, I'm like, don't you freaking shoot. I'm literally like, don't you shoot till I tell you. <laughs> yeah, true statement. I'm like, don't you. I'm like, I'm, and I was like <laughs> using like that voice. I was like, don't you. Don't you freaking shoot till I tell you. Seriously. And I'm not Grant. even recording. He's like, all right, you can shoot. And I was like, I can't. They're too close together. I killed both of them. Finally, they get so close, like, they can read the barcode on the back of the decoy <laughs> that close. And he, like, sticks his head out, you know, and I'm able to single one of them out. Um, but, yeah, just a hoss of a bird. Great yeah. hunt. Great hunt. I'll we got some good footage of them running in, though. And some good <laughs> some footage good, yes. of them picking them up. Yeah, I mean. that's right. Slow <laughs> mo. <laughs> All right, so... Something that you learned. Something that you learned, Austin. You're in school. You're All right, up. yeah. I'm, I've been in school since day one. No, you guys. Something you learned this turkey season. Yeah, so something. And it, doesn't, it can be actually two two ways. It can be life or hunting or both. Yeah, no, something I learned um, hunting actually was opening day with you. Um, and we did a lot of different type of calling compared to last year where, I mean, called in the bird um, across the field. That was pretty much it. This one we had to try a different few tactics. And one of the things I really learned from you was don't lose elevation with the bird. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we, we we were above them. I think probably they're hundred yards away from us. Um, but there's just no point in losing elevation in them and and gaining that strategic advantage that we had. Um, so that was one thing I learned with you. And the next one, I think it happened shortly after, was whoever um, is the last to call or yeah. or last talk to talk, yeah, loses. Yeah, that's kind of my strategy. A lot. Yeah, and it worked out. And then it worked I, I walked day. out with a bird in my hand. So. Those were two big things I learned um, this year, definitely. You're talking about losing elevation. I found out it's, it's so much more successful to call a bird uphill than to call one downhill. Yeah, really. I mean, I would that's say, what we're saying. Don't don't lose elevation. Don't yeah. go downhill on them. Okay, so yeah, that I'm yeah. Okay, nine times out of ten, you can call one up a hill, but so often in Grant's bird late season was proven. Yep. Calling them downhill is so much tougher. Yes, it will happen. That's right. It it, it can happen, especially if it's fired up. But if you know, if I've it, had so, so many horror stories of a bird. No, I remember Grant telling me that. I mean, they're up line. there. They're up on top of their hill. They're proud. They're. I mean, and why like, lose that yeah, advantage? The, the, that the they biggest had. thing is, we reverse nature. It's one of my things that I've talked about. Is we become a hen, and in nature, the hens go to toms. When toms gobble and strut, they go to them. Well. We become a stubborn hen and say, hey, come over here. Hey, come over here. Come, mm-hmm. over, come over here. If you get to a spot and he's in like a strut zone, everybody talks about him, and he's on top, he's he's above you, he is not going to come down there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean by don't lose elevation. And there's different reasons for that too, especially early season. When you lose elevation, you're cutting through woods or down a hill. I mean, you're cutting across a field or something like that. Yep. I mean, it's just a no-go. Yeah. Just a no-go. Pause real quick. I want to go back to the yeah. first question. One of my favorite parts this season. Yeah. There we go. So we talked about the Grand Slam, but one of my favorite things to do, and I talk to Rebecca about it all the time, is I love taking other people. Mm. So to see other people kill birds, you know, I call them for them, and whether it be their first bird, second bird, fifth, twentieth, whatever it is, um, you know, I had the privilege of 
Grant, you and I killed one. Yep. I had uh, Kenny killed one. Yeah. David Heffington, one of my good buddies here, we went out to his place last weekend, killed one. And uh, several people from Alabama. Casey. Casey, yep. Several people from Alabama that I took. Um, you know, I love being able to experience that with them and being in the moment because I know how that feels. Um, and so I just was thinking well, about I mean, that. You awesome, you, man. You had an incredible <laughs> season, so to name a favorite was probably harder for you than anybody. You had a slam. You tagged out in Tennessee. Um, and then, like you said, I mean – They've seen 18 to 20 I, birds die this I year? I counted 21. Somewhere right around there. I counted 21. I know it was right around 20. I haven't counted all of them up, but just being able to experience that, and we're going That's into awesome what, I've stuff. Learned, what I've learned this year, you know, that kind of – Yeah. I've learned a lot, you know, just stuff that that worked, stuff that didn't work, and – and whatnot. So that I mean that's where we were at was something you learned. Austin was talking about calling techniques. You know, mm-hmm. don't lose elevation. And then one thing that I talk about is um, when I'm with him is I don't like being the last one to talk. And all I mean by that is if you've got a hot bird, just shut up. Like if if every time you hit the call and he's calling, just be quiet for a minute and let him gobble again. If he gobbles again and you haven't called, that's a dead turkey. That is a dead mm-hmm. turkey every time. Um, he's gonna come in if you wait another. I guarantee you if you wait two to three minutes he's going to gobble again it's going to be closer um don't talk to him anymore because he's trying to figure out where you were at especially those early season birds mm-hmm. um which was what we were hunting then yep. um but anyways so you're talking about you know things that you learned what are some things that you learned at you say 18 i'm pretty sure i counted 21 i may be counting a couple it, of birds it was that 18 you were just to 20 ish yeah. somewhere right in there um you need more property than just <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one thing but uh I learned a lot this season just being patient. Uh, you know, Grant Grant will vouch to one hunt that we were on at our farm. Birds were gobbling on the ridge, you know, and I we talked about this on a podcast before, and I'm like, we need to move. And he's like, I, I got plenty of time. We can do whatever you want. We can stay here. I'm like, nope, we need to move. Ended up walking five and a half miles that day. When, anyway, the birds that were gobbling off the roost ended up being 10 foot from where we were originally set up that morning. There's strut marks. We watched them. Strut right by the trees. Remember how that we I've only killed one bird this year? I I probably could have killed at least two now. Yeah, he probably could have had another <laughs> notch on the belt. No, um, but just being patient and that hunt we talked about earlier, slow mo. Yeah. You know, just being patient. We know we know walking in there, I could see turkey sign. Yep. And I'm like, you know, they are around here. You know, we sat there for 15 minutes probably without hearing a turkey, and it's windy, and it's just one of those things. You're like, all right, let's just go home you know but we were patient and just getting loud sitting down maybe calling every 10 minutes five minutes but just really just being patient yeah Um, especially i don't care what time of the season but an afternoon bird afternoon bird he's probably been looking all day for something i mean he's been trying to find somebody he may have got busted up you don't know afternoon birds you have to be patient on because if you move on an afternoon bird you probably by the time you get to where you thought he was he's where you were because he's he's pop, if you find one goblin, at, oh you know, man, I love those afternoon yeah, yeah. goblin turkeys because yeah. they are they're committed. Coming. They're commit. They're coming. So I, I don't move on an afternoon bird. I mean, just as we're sharing right now, you know what we learned. If you pick up anything, just pick up on those a couple of these things. Austin, did we talk? You talked about what you learned. Yep. He talked about what he learned. What'd you learn? Mine comes from my worst moment. <laughs> no, I, I've got a couple of things that I learned. Um, one is. Make it happen if it can happen. Um, 
with Justin and going and making – I knew that this was going to be a special season for us as eighth and time. I knew it was going to be a special turkey season for Justin. If we could make it happen, we had to make it happen. I, and I'm just saying that to anybody that's out there. Um, we put a post up, I think, when we first – like right when he finished his, his, uh, his slam, and it was like – Everybody talks about it. Few people plan it, and even a fewer amount get it done. We've talked about throughout this podcast about what it takes to get it done, and we've made a we've made a big deal out of it because it's a big deal to us. But don't let it be something that makes you say no, and don't let it be something that keeps you from pursuing it. Make it happen if it's something that you really want to do. And that's that's what I learned this season was. I never thought that I would be able to film Justin killing a turkey. On his on his slam outside of Tennessee, I didn't think it was in the cards for me just with the career transition and what was going on. But I knew if I, I mean, I did what I what I needed to do to make that happen, um, which included taking on a part time job. I mean, I did whatever it took because I that was something I wanted to happen for him. I wanted it to happen for me, and I wanted uh-huh. it to happen for Eighth and Time. So make sure that you do something. Bucket list items are key, no matter your age. Don't let bucket list like be like something like when you're sixty. I mean, this is a bucket list item that he checked off when he's – are you 30 yet? I am. Big 3-0. Yeah, that boy. Yep. Big 3-0. <laughs> We're all there. It hurt a little worse. A little, hurt a little worse. So, so <laughs> let – you know, don't let the, don't let those types of things. So that's what I learned this season is like I'm freaking 30. My knee – I mean, I'm not old. I'm not old. But my freaking knees hurt. My shoulders hurt. My back hurts. And my wallet's thin. But it. when it comes to something that I love, I'm going to make it happen. And – that's what that's what this season was for me and watching Austin go and watching Jim go and then us going up to Colorado and getting it done here. I mean, well, I can't thank y'all enough for for making it happen because I know it was a big commitment, you know, costly as well. Rental cars. <laughs> <laughs> that's its own story. Yeah. God. Uh, but it, it it was it and you know it kind of that's came. a whole podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is. It came together quick. Like I say, I've tried last year. I tried the year prior. Just I just had a little more motivation that this is going to be the well, year. I, cause I, I remember too. I remember. I just know this has been such a, you know something that you've talked about since mm-hmm. I've kn- almost since I've known you. Just talking about turkey hunting. Which I know tur- you like you love turkey hunting, but you have greater goals. But I just know this was something that you wanted to do. And I remember you saying like this. You know, not like this is it ever, but like this is like my last kind of chance to do it for a little while. Yeah. And I remember being like. I've got to make sure that if something comes down the line, I can be there because I want to be. I want to be there for part of this moment, and I'm excited for. I was happy well, for you. You know, it was. You went on Colorado. Yeah. Well, you know, you know Philip personally as right. well. Um, so that was cool because you know Emily very well. Yeah. Your wife is good friends with yeah. Philip's wife. Philip went to high school down the road from us. We all know Philip, so it was just. Oh, that's that good, moment that was a good that, hunt that, to be on. Yeah, that moment was And then special. Austin going to Texas, him being stationed in Fort Hood. We were hunting at Fort Hood. My buddies that were in the military there, Austin was in the military, so they got well. to hang out. Crawfish boil, you know. I and am then, jealous and, of some of the food. Anyway, uh, that I love whole your Grand food, Slam kind of came together, together brought everybody together. And then Jim meeting one of my fraternity brothers yeah. in Florida <clears> and him putting us on some property and meeting, you know, a great guy down there that's got this blueberry farm that let us – I mean, it was just – it came together quick because I was like, look, I understand if y'all can't go. That's what I, I was going to get to. I lost my train of thought for just a second. Well, I knew. <laughs> I knew. I think I told you this. I was like, dude, 
if you can't go to Texas, I can I can make it happen. But I was like, if we don't go, he's gonna go. I'm, <laughs> and I'm he's told, gonna kill a turkey. Yeah, he's a turkey killer. I told y'all early on. I was like, look, I'm doing the slam this year. If y'all can't go, I totally, I don't blame you. I totally understand. It's a cost commitment. It's time commitment. But I'm doing it, with or without you. Yep. You know, I would love for y'all to be there, but hey, I, know got it it done. Commit- I know it was a big commitment on your part. Got it. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, yeah, man, we're happy to be there for you. So, something we all learned was that that was it. I mean, for me, is just say, you know, say yes, do things. Yep. For Austin, don't don't give up elevation and don't be the last one to talk. And Justin was be yeah. patient. Yeah, do something. This past Saturday, you were. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Go out there and. Give it one last hoorah. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> that. Yeah, that's another story. Gonna, so that's, well, well, we'll get to that. So what you'll do differently in the future. Oh, that's a tough one. How about I start there? Yeah. How about I, since we've kind of been like doing like round robin here. Maybe you take yeah. the gun open Go today. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so, right? no. So in, in, I will say in the future, um, for me, I do need more hunting time. And I don't mean that in a selfish way. I mean that in a hunting way uh, and, and in a filming way. Because there's things that you kind of forget being behind the camera that the hunter's going through. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I remember now when I killed my bird, there are things that I would probably ask or wanted from you guys. And I was like, that is completely freaking impossible. Like, it's completely impossible. What about uh, Colin without your hands? <laughs> oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, so, so the whole day after that, Austin saw me. I can call without my hands now. The whole day after that whole experience, I walked around my house with my hands behind my back. <laughs> so I got that down. We're good to go. We're good to go. Um, but yeah, so what I would do differently is if I have the opportunity, I know I, I am, I say yes a lot. Um, and that was kind of what I was talking about a minute ago. But is maybe be, not a yes or a no person, but being like, hey, you hunted yesterday or whatever. I'm hunting tomorrow type thing because i always want to be behind the camera and it's not a control thing it's not that it's not has nothing to do with being uh, in control i just i'd never want to tell somebody else that can't hunt but again like i was saying for me it showed me in the moment like when you and i when i killed my bird there are things that i want behind the camera or ask of you or austin that literally cannot be done as a hunter in the moment like if they do we wouldn't have those kills on film like, the, it wouldn't happen. What are you talking about in specific? Just certain angles, where I want to set up, or being like, we need to sit down right here. The biggest thing that I learned being behind the camera is you can say, I, I can't see him, I can't see him, but besides that, there's not a whole lot more that you really can control. You need to ask You need to ask them where the bird is and watch the bird if you can get him. But what I'm getting at is like, you know, I might say, hey, I just remember times like, you know, trying to push you guys to the side or be like, hey, move your hand here, move there. In all reality, there could be a bird standing out there. Yep. And if you guys ask me that, I'm like, dude, I ain't moving my hand. There could be a bird over there. <laughs> <laughs> so just being more of a hunter behind the camera, which we're still, all all four of us are super stealthy. Um, I really believe that. You can't get kills on camera if you're not. But that but was I, what. I'm a bad influence behind the counter. Oh behind my, the camera. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's the thing too is next season I'll hunt with somebody else behind the camera besides Justin. <laughs> Justin's like kill him, kill him, kill him. Or Justin can practice more. Yeah, or Justin could could practice more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Justin got quiet. Yeah. Sure. About that. Austin. Awesome. 
Austin Good. something. Wait, what? what? No, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. Austin something so- you'll do differently going forward, man. Um, I think next year I really need to balance my schoolwork a okay. little bit better. Um, like more turkey hunting, less schoolwork? Yes. Hundred percent. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, so I mean, getting off work, you know, at you know four or five o'clock, and you get by the time you get home and eat dinner and all that, it's like, do I really want to do homework for two to three hours tonight? Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll do it for thirty minutes. I'll do it for thirty minutes, and then on Saturday or Sunday, it's like I've got all day that I have to do this homework with, and it's just kind of depresses it a little bit. So I can't hunt. So if I can just you know push through it a little bit during the weekdays a little bit and stay up a little well, bit. If later, we would have known that with the issue, we'd have been doing your homework for you. I, I heard, you, I heard you. you're not good at writing papers, though. Yeah, but I can talk. And you can write. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can speak. But just spread, more can, spreading the word talk, out even Because wild turkey's doing I, great. Yeah. I do speak English. Yeah. Uh, no, and I remember, too, I mean, I could tell there were times where we would get through the week, and our, our work schedules are obviously much different. I mean, we work hard. We grind it out. I'm not yeah. kidding. You know that. But our work schedules are, are different mm-hmm. um, to where we don't have to be here Monday through Friday. We are, but we also get to like leave our work. We can take our work with us. We can go, go see a client and go to a home and this, that, and the other. So we're leaving where you're kind of, you know, you're in your office and in the desk. And I could tell you stack that on top of classroom work or, or stack classroom work on top of that. Yeah. I could tell there were times you were like, oh, yeah, we can go. Let's go turkey hunt this weekend. And I know you wanted to go. Like, oh, I know yeah, you I love, wanted I love to, it. But I also knew it was kind of like, I got to get up at four. Yeah. And I've got, and I, I, it's not that you wanted to go turkey hunting, but there's a process to what we do. This isn't, this isn't like wake up at five, grab my gun, and run down to, no, not at you all. know, run down to Bob's house. Mm-hmm. This is wake up at three. Grant's going to pull up with a camera and stick it in my face. Here's a microphone, and we're going to do an hour and a half of, you know, footage, driving this, that, and the other before we get there. We don't yeah, you're thinking of what time. story you got to tell. Saying, and... Yeah, story that you're going to tell. And there's a whole different process to what we do. There isn't literally, we're going to go find one on the roost, call him down, and he's going to land at 20 yards, and we can shoot him. And when I say in the dark, I don't mean it, but we can shoot him first light. For us, if it's first light, we got to try and wait, and hopefully he'll hang around, or we got to make a move because yeah. we're doing camera work. So it's a totally different stress. So I, I just remember that. I just prefer to kill him, and then let's go find another bird from cameraman, you know what I mean? <laughs> Ideally, yeah. <laughs> that works out. But uh, No, so no, I have one more year of school left. I'll yeah. graduate this time next year, 2020. Master's in? Uh, executive management. Dang, gum. So I'll have that done to 2020 next year. So one more turkey and deer season hey, of me in school. We support you 100%. And then bro. after that, it's done. But, yeah, so next year I definitely need to learn to kind of maybe during those heavy seat parts of the season um, kind of maybe push that homework towards the week a little bit um, and just – some, sometimes I'm kind of my hands are tied where they only open yeah. up stuff during certain time frames on there and they're only on the weekends but if I can get the majority done so that's kind of what I'm going to do a little bit differently next year I mean for me um, like I was talking about this year with the transition in, in professions and this and the other I took on a part time job horrible idea to do that probably like I think it was the week before a week of opening of turkey season so that that really hindered me in my availability and it also was it wasn't. It definitely wasn't college. I'm not comparing it to that, but it just was an overall workload. Oh, we're still you know, spending time somewhere. Spending time somewhere. We had a change up when we're recording podcasts and when we're in here and this, that, and the we other. Get to drink now, though. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. So podcast became afternoon. <laughs> so it did hinder me. It did hinder me there. Um, for me, it was just for me. I, the reason that I made my prof- 
professional transition was for a multitude of reasons. But one of those, literally in the you know way up towards the top, was for me to be able to have the time that I want to do me stuff. And eighth and time is me stuff. That's what I want to be doing. And this season, I didn't plan previously for that. That's my fault. So next year, I will be sure to plan previously. Or right now, I'm planning. Like, I'm planning previously right now so that when it comes around next season that, like, if the weather's great on a Wednesday, peace out, bro. I'm turkey hunting. Like, peace out. So for me, that's, that's the biggest thing is planning accordingly because I wasn't nailed down to weekends. I wasn't nailed down to certain days. That being said, if the weather was bad one day and I didn't and I didn't necessarily plan for it to be bad and it messed up my whole schedule and the weather was good the following day, I was done. Like I was like, ah crap. Like I yep. I planned for day one when the weather said it was gonna be good and then day two I was gonna go back to work or whatever and it wasn't. No, I just wanna be able to be like, nah, I can I can take a day off and, and rock and roll. But that's the the epitome of I know, eighth that's, and time. That's, that's why I came up with what we're yeah, doing. That's life in the outdoors at its finest yeah. right there. Um, and, and one thing, too, is just being a – I mean, we aren't uh, – Austin is, is actually probably the epitome of a weekend warrior at the stage of his career. Yeah. He can literally only commit to the weekends. Yeah. And that's what Eighth and Tyne and Meet Us in the Crossroads is about is the weekend warriors. Granted, we get to get away during the weeks, but we I'll, we'll sit here and be honest. We grind it out during the week so that we can truly take the weekends off. And what we mean by that is try and leave as early as possible on Friday, get to where we're going, hunt Saturday, Sunday, and be back to work on Monday. There are times that we hunt during the week. We talked about our first podcast, hunting a dead deer. Justin and I spent seven days trying to kill a deer. We spent all that time. That being said, we pay for that. (laughs) We don't get paid to hunt. We We pay to go and do those things, meaning like that took out of our pockets of generating revenue and what we do. Um, so, yeah, that's what is just planning a little bit better now that we're in this and we know what we're doing. What I learned or what I'm going to do differently next year is just really be planning and be ready for deer season and be ready for turkey season. Sounds pretty good to me. Heck yeah. Mr. Hill, you've got a lot on your plate coming next season. Ooh, wee. Yeah. Next season's going to be a. Next season might be a little different than this season. I, I think I get to take a couple of these deer tags. <laughs> so we get to kill more, yeah, well, kill more turkeys. You want, brother. You all my tags. <laughs> we may tag out next year, Grant. <laughs> yeah, next year uh, might be a little different. Uh, we were actually talking to my wife the other night about it. She goes, your, season's gonna look, your deer season's going to look a little different. I said, what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, yeah. Back in my head, I'm like, yeah, but I'm not giving in yet. You know? <laughs> but no, uh, Rebecca, I, I don't know, listen to this part. I Close know, your ears. I know it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, I've accepted that, and, and quite honestly, I'm excited about you know having a having a kid. Dude, we're excited and, and for you. Just man. going through that next chapter of my life. Um, now, granted, it's going to be about six years, and he's going to be going with me, and That's he's right. probably going to be killing more turkeys you than sure I will. It's going to last six years. Do what? You sure it's going to take six years? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think when I could pick up a 12 gauge, but you know we'll probably start a 12 gauge. You know, we, <laughs> <Justin>. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I'm we a big boy. We were just talking on the last episode about how far four tens <laughs> have come in Joe Tooth and TSS. Come on, hey, man. Hey, <laughs> my two year old's get a 12 gauge. Hey, like I said, the reason I don't, I don't shoot a four inch is because, or the reason I shoot a three and a half is because they don't make four inch. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think I got my first 12 gauge till I was like nine or ten. Uh, but you know, probably start him out small. But if you get him a super black eagle, right? You need you always need a second one. 
Remember, right. remind Rebecca. No, I'll remind you her need that a Grant second, said that. Yeah, you need a second Super Bowl. Kids going to need a, a present eventually. Grant will help pay for it. Yeah. I'll remind uh, her. Yeah. Ethan Tide right got, there. They've got, a, you know, they've got great uh, butts. You know, the pads are yeah, great. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've accepted. Next season is going to look a little different than it did this season. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think of what I would do differently uh, next season, and it would probably be, you know, get more folks out in the woods with me. Um, not just y'all going out with me, but you know, oh, I, I was able to take the several. same guy that killed twenty-one turkeys this year. <laughs> no, I didn't kill twenty-one. Or you know, you know what I mean. So, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I want to get more folks out. Um, yeah. You know, growing up, I hunted by myself primarily, and you know, I got to see a lot of things in the woods that most people never got to see. Uh, but since we've all been hunting together and filming, you know. Being able to share that with other people, so I'm looking forward to getting more of our friends out, uh, people that haven't ever killed a bird, you know, maybe somebody that's handicapped. And I would love to just be a part of something like that. I don't know, you know, that's just something I would like to yeah. to do a little differently. Is just get more people out in the woods there with you me. Go. Well, I know too. Part part of this for all of us was um, it, it changed how we hunted with friends and family. Uh, I know it changed with me and Justin a lot. You know, who we went with and why, and this, that, and the other, and so that's a big thing for me too is being able to I don't want to say invite those people back in but but to get that back to what we were doing because now we've spent the time behind the camera we spent the time doing this and doing that to where we know hey we can facilitate having Justin call and somebody shoot that happened for Austin open day yeah. last year that's so the way I would prefer it it's just we can facilitate that now grow what we're doing and still include and grow the hunting community um, which is what this whole thing is about, is inviting people into what we're doing. So Justin has blown me away with what yeah, he's pretty good tonight, tonight man. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, that's what I think it's all about. That's what it's I all need, about. Can, I you need know, to rewrite my answers. <laughs> being able to just share that. Yeah. I, I've killed a bunch of turkeys. You know, you get to kill four every year, you know, why not share that with more folks? Yeah, I mean – you say you've killed a lot of turkeys. I mean, you're you've, you're in triple digits, easy. It'd be you, somewhere around there. I don't. I've never counted to be honest with you, but you've got to be. I mean, like we, we just said, eighteen this year. You think eighteen? I'm pretty sure I've counted twenty-one. So whatever Whit Winford has killed, I'm about a hundred less than he has. <laughs> so I mean, and he's killed a bunch of birds. I don't know what his count. I don't know if he keeps ooh, count, but so like I don't a keep thousand. Count. So you've killed nine hundred. Shoot, no, it's <laughs> it's all. <clears throat> fun to me I don't keep count it's just you know go with the flow if you kill one great it's more or less the camaraderie and hanging out and you know just hanging out with your buddies doing your thing well I know too um, like you had you know you had some family or, or ex-work friends that came into town and you yep. took them I know that was big for you too is just getting somebody out there and getting them to do it we talked about Casey um, it is. It's some, and that was one thing that actually when I was Chase. 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 Did I, 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 you call him Casey. Do I always do that? I'm sitting here. I'm like, who's Casey? I don't remember taking my bad. Casey. My bad. Chase. Chase. Is that Laverne? Yes. Okay. Sorry. My bad. Sorry, Walmart Chase. Walmart bird. Walmart bird. Okay. Yes. My bad. Sorry, Chase. I haven't met you yet. Maybe we should meet and talk <laughs> so I know your name. <laughs> no. So, uh, you know, I know that was that was a big thing that you you talked about a couple of times, and that was actually something when I was telling you guys, hey, what we want to talk about tonight was actually something that I wrote down was hey I want to get more people involved mm-hmm. I want to I want to I want to invite as many people because turkey season is a great time to do it the weather's not hard to fight turkey hunting is fun 
if you mess one up, you don't ruin it. You know what I mean? Like yep, deer hunting, yep. you don't want to teach somebody how to how to deer hunt. Like That's it's right. no, it's it's deer, teaching somebody how to deer hunt is no fun. I'll just be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, unless they're a small child, teaching like a grown man to deer hunt can be very difficult because they're only limited to the, to the weekends, and typically they're only able to hunt October during Halloween because right. they an extra day or two, and then they're only hunt Thanksgiving, and it's like, dude. Like sit here, be quiet, be still. <laughs> Did you like you know all these things? And it's kind of like man, this is this is not a whole lot of fun. Plus, just killing a deer is a whole different, totally different experience. Much bigger animal. You got to make sure you hit them in the right spot. Mm-hmm. You know, shooting a turkey, it's a little bit easier. You're gonna call them into 15, 20 yards, and they know what they're shooting at. Um, deer blend in anyway. So, yes, I want to get a whole lot more people involved, and that's one thing that I did have you know written down. So I'm glad you brought that up. But rating the season. As a as, on a scale to one to ten, our last podcast talked about give it a ten. <laughs> Wonder give why? It a 10. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, so I give it I give it a freaking ten with the knob broke off. I mean, I, I really do. I had the opportunity. I'm being serious. Had I had a gun on every hunt that we went on this year, if I, if I had a gun with me and we could have hung a bird up, breasted it out, like literally breasted it out, done our shots, gone back out, we could have killed a bird. Oh, yeah. I could have tagged out if I'd have mm-hmm. brought my gun, but it, that's not what it was about. Same with you. I give it a ten with a knob broke off. Like, all right, I think my answer gonna be a little bit different. Both of y'all's. I think you I'm, say is that what you say? I what? think so. Yeah, I had a couple rough weekends this season, so I'm gonna give it a six. Actually, a six. A six. Hey, hey, that's what this is about. That's that's first, what, for that's personally, no, I mean that's eighth and tine. I'm gonna give eighth and tine a ten. But d- for personally, me, it's a six. So he's he surprised me with answers. Yeah. So that's what this is. Is you gave it a six. Let's go through what gives it a six. Yeah. So I. Killed my bird opening day. Yeah. And then... That was a 10. That was a 10, right off the bat. Ready to rock and roll. Um, That's the problem. Yeah, I started off pretty good. That's the problem. It kind of, you know... 7.30 in the morning. I think I should shoot opening weekend next year. Yeah, and then you'll be like, ah. <laughs> next year, Grant's shooting, by the way. <laughs> yeah, true. But anyway, so after that, I mean, I don't know if people remember, I got sick, so I missed the next day. Yeah. And then Justin killed a bird. Could have been my bird. If I wasn't sick. <laughs> uh, and then after that, slow it was... Slow-mo. Yeah, maybe I did get a little lucky there. Um, but after that, it was between like the weather and school. I mean, I missed weekend after weekend. It was maybe just been like one here, one day here or there, and then plus traveling with Grant or uh, Justin for a full weekend. Yeah, um, just cut a lot out of my hunting. Yeah. Um, so I think the last time I hunted was the weekend before uh, closing weekend. Yeah. So it just wasn't a lot of hunting for and me. I mean, our last weekend together, the, the last weekend that we were actually yeah, trying to hunt, we didn't was hear anything. Super super difficult. Weather yeah. was not ideal. Ran into other hunters. Uh, no, I mean that's no, no offense, but no. We, we ran into other hunters on places that we thought we wouldn't. Um, in a place that we had high hopes for, to be honest, that's where you were talking about. You know, taking other people. This another. You had had Kenny there a few days before, and counted thirteen strutter, twelve, thirteen strutters, ten, ten to twelve, ten to twelve strutters. It's nothing. I like we to went. add. I like to add, put a different number. Yeah. You see that? So ten. You know, you're counting ten to twelve strutters, and so I'm like, hey. They're there on Wednesday. There's not going to be anybody there before we get there. And then we show up, and somebody else pulls up to hunt it. They have permission to hunt it. We don't care. It is what it is. It's just one of those things. So everybody that complains about, hey, you got private land to hunt, yeah, we got private land to hunt that. So does somebody else. It's just one of those things. So so with six, anything else you want to add to the six? I mean, th- we talked about it. You, you know, With school and work, yeah, yeah. that alone. Yeah, so – I just wanted time. personally more t- 
time in the woods. Not necessarily hunting. I mean, I like being yeah. behind the camera. I really do. I mean, you yeah. guys know I spend most of the turkey season behind there. So just seeing more turkeys go down, and whether it's in front of the camera or yeah. behind, just learning more would have been yeah. better for me. Because, I mean, I, really, I only probably spent two or three weekends, like full weekends in the woods that probably entire season. Probably seven, eight days. Yeah. Right. If that. I mean, three of those are with Justin alone. Yeah. Um, and then two are with you, three with you. So that's... That's it right there. And I don't, I don't get to hunt during the weekdays, so that right. kind of lets it down a little bit. But you did get to bow hunt this year, bow fish this I year. I get to bow fish. like a hundred and something fish. So, okay, we'll change that to seven. <laughs> Six and a half, seven. I'm at a seven now, but yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'm sort of so yeah, back. Back. next year it's one more time. Crawfish and crawfish, potatoes oh. and corn. That was one day. One day. We'll no, but I mean, that's, hey, that's what this is about is literally, I mean, I, I, I was kind of expecting at least want somebody in here to, hey, give us something that's real and give us something in the moment. I rated a 10 just because it was my first season, like I said, truly being immersed behind the camera. Last year, Jim carried us on his back yep. with everything that he was doing. This year, I, I'll be honest, I kind of took on that role with everything mm-hmm. that Jim had going yeah. on. Um, and I loved every freaking second of it. Like, I loved it. So, um, yeah, I think... I think that that's I, that's our 2019 turkey season. Yeah, it's done. And we've been super blessed. I know I have with having several different properties to hunt, several different birds to go to, and having fresh birds on these properties. I mean, last the last week in the season, went to a place in Columbia that hasn't been touched all year long. Fresh birds, you know, being able to have different properties to go to here and there is and was absolutely crucial to, to my season. And uh, you know, I think that's great when you got a lot of different small places here close to town that you can hit. Mm-hmm. Three of my birds this year that I either called in or killed, shot them at six forty-five. Was that work at seven forty-five? Can't beat it. You know, that's that's hard to beat in the, on, during the work yeah. work week. Yeah. So for the new role that I was in in terms of the turkey season, I rated a ten. I completely get where you're coming from for a six. I mean, I, I get it. If I, if I could have filmed as much as you did this year, yeah. 100% would have been a 10. Call, well, you got to sit back to Colleen. We've, we've talked about that. I got to go to Colorado. You know what? I got to bowfish there, so it outweighs itself. <laughs> hey, I, I think Jim might be right up there with you on his turkey season, if not a little lower. He's right. you know, he's, yeah. he's had a lot of work and a lot of stuff going on. So He's getting he's it just, done, though. That's for sure. Yep. He just, uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. Haven't been able to get out there as much. Which so. we shared a post last week uh, on our on our story. Jim got base mode here at Sim, so congrats yeah. again. Yep. He's selling those houses. And then, uh, I mean, that's turkey season. That's 2019. That's what we did. So what are right. we? What's what's next? I mean, so, for the next few months, do we have anything prepping. coming up? I mean, yeah. I mean anything? Start, I mean, for us, really, right now is is just get kind of recouping from turkey season uh, professionally. Austin getting reset. You know, we talked about slow time for me. Slow time. So just getting reset, rejuvenating for me and Justin is making hay while there's hay to make. That's right. Don't forget fishing. And then, yeah, we were just talking about that. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, or I say not like from right now, a year ago, um, that we were up there wearing them out. Um, I outfished Justin. Don't tell nobody. (laughs) I wasn't feeling it that day. But no, we already, actually, we were talking about, was that last weekend? We were talking about that? It was. We're talking about how to make that happen again to get everybody back up there and what we yep. need to do to do that. So, yes, fishing is heavy on my mind. That's one thing that I love to do. It's, like, probably one of my favorite things to do. That and getting getting food plots, food plots prepped and, yeah, right. you know, getting them ready for this season. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, getting those minerals out there. 
what if you start have running had, those trail cameras. So what time does that? Uh, we I mean this will be my second, or third, really deer season doing that. I mean, what time frame do we typically start doing that? Uh, about a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're a little late then. I'm I'm a little late. Normally I have everything out by this point. All right, so uh, we got to do some work. Dad, I just you know. Wife's growing that baby. I already got that dad. Well, no, I'm just we, we say that we're late. I mean, you're talking about food plots. Some of the places that we're hunting, for example, College Grove and, and Charlotte, and that there's farmers that are taking care of that forest. Um, so they've already put those out. For example, I was in College Grove just last week, and they're out there, and it's already they're already tilling stuff under and getting getting things ready. But yes, right now um, it's when I mean it's when you get your most rain, and then if it needs sunlight, it better be in the ground because. June and July are here. Yep. Um, so if you've got corn, I hope to God you already have it in the ground because if you don't, it's it's done. Um, and then beans are beans are now beans are beans are uh, close. What thirty days from now? 30, yeah. yeah, they're now. You better you're prepping for beans, um, which I know we'll probably head up with Jim to Kentucky sometime soon and start getting stuff yeah. ready up there for him and do some work. Yep, get some work done for them up there. Um, and then we're always just looking for places to hunt. So. That's a nod to anybody listening. Yeah. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> we would love to come hunt your property. Yeah. No, but uh, we. It, that's the other thing. You know, we've we've met and talked to several folks, getting ready for their their upcoming seasons. If you have questions about food plots, um, about mineral sites, this, that, and the other, we are not experts, but we love to share you know experiences that we've had and and what's been successful and what hasn't been for us. You know, trail camera tactics and and this, that, and the other, but. Um, we love turkey season, we really do, but deer season is what really, really, really um, gets us gets us excited for hunting and just sharing people. It's a longer season, whole lot more protein on the table, and it's just so much more personal to me. I mean, mm-hmm. you can hunt the same deer. I've all got to season. sit in the stand with Grant for six hours. Well, I mean, it's just, you didn't yeah. step any poop this year, so that's good. Oh, I did. <laughs> oh, you stepped in for turkey season? Oh, no, not turkey season. I just meant, like, need a, this yeah. year in turkey season. Yeah. All right, so that is the culmination of turkey season. We had an incredible season. This is episode number 15. Can y'all believe it? Like, for nope. real? Nope. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Nuts. Stuff. 15 episodes in. Thank you so much uh, for being here, for all your feedback, um, for all your support. If you like it, rate it. If you love it, leave a review. Be sure to share and subscribe. And we'll see you guys next week here on the Eighth and Time Podcast.